What's going on, guys? This is Rob Doster here. I want to let you know about our sponsors, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't heard about them yet, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. I know because all of our 28 podcasts on the field of 68 and the field of 12 use Anchor by Spotify. It has the tools that will allow you to record and edit your pods right from your phone or your computer. You can distribute anywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all those places that allow you to listen to podcasts for absolutely free. Anchor sends those pods directly to the feeds. And here's the best part about it. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm if you want to get started on your own podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Just left the game after watching Coach Beard get tossed. So uh, <laughs> that was a pretty uh, awesome much. What was that a charge he was looking for? Or a timeout? I can't remember which one. Well, he took a charge initially, but it was pretty funny. Uh, and the sportsmanship afterwards was dope. But uh, yes, Mountaineers beat the number seven Red Raiders tonight. Um, it was a very good game. Uh, I, I was worried. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's his name? Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tyler Sherman was not playing, and it was. I was worried. I, I thought we needed a third score, and Sh- Sean McNeil came in and stepped up tonight. It should be pretty dope. Any of you guys watched the game tonight so far? I mean, I see you guys are here, but anybody, please. Thank you. Anyhow, I'm just waiting on my guy Rob to get here so we can get started. So, but I was just shooting it with you guys for a second. What did you guys think of the game, Mitchell, Jolene, Parks? You guys watched the WVU game, Rob? And there's my little friend there. Invite to speak, Robert. What's up, Day? Nothing much, man. Just finished watching. Uh, Coach Beard lay on the ground and get that toss. It was pretty <laughs> that dope. Was so good. It was pretty that dope. Was so <laughs> oh man, that's an all-time great ejection. <laughs> yeah, it was. And with the fist bump at the end, it was it was very it was very uh, respectful. At the same time, he got his point across. It was it was dope. Oh, that was that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. Oh man. So before uh, before we get to this actual specific game, I need you to give me your best. Uh, your best Coach Huggins goes after the ref story. Jeez, uh, the one I, is when I think about um, I we we lose to Georgetown at the uh, at a, at a shot block. I think Patrick Ewing Jr. Uh, blocks a shot, but it looked like a goaltend. And Coach Huggins basically like chased the referees like into the the referee locker room, like on national <laughs> TV. It was like pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like runs them all. Like he runs to about like the foul line, and then the referees are hauling ass to get to the locker room, and he's like chasing them, like basically past our weight room almost. Oh man, yeah. yeah was, man. My, my favorite part was that fist bump because yeah, he's like, yeah, man, I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't, I'm not, I didn't lose my mind completely. I just want to let you know, good game. But I got something to say to these guys. <laughs> I got to get this off of my chest. Oh man! All right, so let's talk about this game, man. What'd you make of it? What, what, what's your takeaways? Give me, give me everything. Uh, I was 
worried like I was telling uh the I was telling Mitchell Parks and uh Joe in here. I was worried initially uh when Taz Sherman uh didn't wasn't like, you know, well he warmed up but he didn't like warm up for long. And I I was hearing things about a possible groin, possible like a leg scenario that was bothering him. Nothing like not a serious injury, but something that was like bothering him. And and I was wondering like Sean McNeil had been uh, kind of shaky the last couple games as far as scoring the basketball. He's been playing better defensively. Like if in in the the grand scheme of things, they need a, a overall better defensive game in general. But he's been playing solid defense the last several games and. The way he came out today was like that third piece that they needed, man. He shot the absolute piss out of the ball, man. It was it was a great game by him. It looked like a young Rob Dawson this prime, I think. Yeah, I mean, geez, man, you can't take credit for every uh, white guy that shoots the ball great, Rob. You can't just keep doing this. I'm gonna every, try to though. It's every it's every to. time, man. Every time one of these guys, to. every time one of these guys gets going, I, I hear the Rob Dawson comparisons from back in the day, man. <laughs> I hear it every time. Well, here's here's the thing. I'm a I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity um, comparer. So like any, anybody that's a shooter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. But yeah, man, and Sean McNeil played great, but obviously Deuce was Deuce, man. Like Deuce was amazing. I felt like he was consistent throughout the game. Sean was consistent throughout the game for the most part, but Deuce kind of Deuce closed it towards the end in the second half, and he played well. Sean played well. Derek, you know, Derek got 15 and 8. Like, it's like he may not have, like, destroyed the team, but he did a good job. And it sucks. Like, it's like it's hard to even – like, how do you critique Derek when he's 15 and 8? <laughs> like, it's just like he played a good game. He did a he, – he, he did a he, – he held a major part of what West Virginia does. Like, he held it down. So, I can't – you can't knock Derek. Gabe went there. Made five. granted, I mean it's not a lot of free throws, but he he knocked down five of eight. I would have liked to get those like those last that last uh, that last pair or whatever the case may be. But like Gabe played great defensively. Gabe made great passes. Gabe always does these things. So like he's a, a an ultimate glue guy in our team. And I mean it was just a good win against the the number seven team in the country. I mean, does this fall into your point of like everybody's meshed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it does and and i mean I, to me the bigger thing is like if texas tech is the number seven team in the country like there's a lot of bad teams in college basketball this year yeah they're, man. They're, they're good but that's the kind of thing where it's like okay they they won a couple in a row everybody above them lost so we're gonna bump this team up to a place where it's like now that they're the, now they're the number seven they're not the seventh best team in the country they're nah. good they're good but they're not the seventh best team in the country not a definitely not and i just feel like I mean, I, that this is one of the reasons when we talked about uh, – I talked about Michigan before. It's just I feel like Michigan's like uh, – they have more to their team than just a two-guy punch. I feel like a lot of the teams have a two-guy punch. And I feel like with Texas Tech is that same thing, except it's even more like McClung dominant than, yeah. than, than anybody else. Like Shannon played a, a good second half today. And uh, it just – it's still McClung dominant, man. And you got to live with the inefficiency when he's not like on and you got to take like the shots that he puts up. If, I mean, he shot it okay tonight, but it's, it's just, I mean, 16, I shouldn't have 14 up. And then after that, like the rest of those guys, like, you know, they just, if they could, they just did, they did what they could. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the I think the biggest issue for Texas Tech against West Virginia is just like they're so they're so similar as teams, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're both kind of built around um, a big, strong, low post score, and they both want to put kind of like four players around them on the perimeter. They both want to play a certain style of defense, um, and it just so happens that like. Texas uh, that that West Virginia has, has I'm watching I'm watching the Chris Beard yeah, again exactly. <laughs> he's got it. <laughs> so good. Oh, here awesome. comes a fist bump. Uh, yeah, we're good, we're good. Yeah, all right. See you later. He's all the right, man. Bro. Now he's like, Nah, fuck you. That was a bad call. Oh, he traveled. He just got Chris, another fan tonight from me. Chris, I just became a, a fan. I just became a fan. He that was awesome though. You you, I, I've gotten no beard. Um, really. Fairly well over the years, and and like he, trust me, Dick, you you would like him a lot. <laughs> you guys, you guys would get along pretty well. But I'm like, I'm literally watching it over and over as we speak. Like this is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, what was I talking? Oh yeah, it's just that West Virginia, like they they match up very well with each other, but West Virginia just so happens to have like the better players at specific positions, right? Like they have, yeah, most definitely. Derek Culver's better than Marco Santos Silva, and uh, Miles McBride is is a little bit better than Mac McClung, and I think that's just kind of where you run into some of the issues with these matchups. Yeah, most definitely, and not to mention just as first of all, I'm not, I know the the Mountaineers are happy they got this one. It's the second one they got over them, correct? Like the first one was the buzzer beater, and then, without yep. buzzer beater, but like the game winner, and then this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, look, look at you pretending like you don't know it's a sweep. I'm probably. I'm just wanting to. I'm, no, I'm, no one I'm here just clarifying. I'm just clarifying. Everybody here knows you know it's a sweep. I'm just clarifying for the people that may have showed up late that we just swept Texas Tech, the number seventeen in the country, for the season. I just wanted to make sure we got that out of the way. But like you said, yeah, man, they they just have them at these spots, and I, I feel like more, uh, WVU's uh, what do you call it? Their role players play better tonight for the most part. I mean, it helped them win the game. I mean, you got 26 from one of their role players tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, something that you can do. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're good, man. They're dangerous. Like, when, when when we talk about this day, we talk about this all the time. Every time you make me have to talk about West Virginia, we talk about this. But, like, they can – when they're making their shots, they're dangerous. And and here's the crazy thing. Like, they didn't even really shoot all that many three. How many yeah, three? 14. Just 14, 14 yeah, man. Seven well, for well, part of that is because um, Deuce was on the bench for so long in the first half, and we're missing they, ties. So, yep they 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 very much made it a point though to uh, to try to get the ball to the rim, and I, I think that they proved that they're um, able to do that to a point. So, and look, they kind of won this game with their defense too. Like this team put up eighty seven on them in their gym, right? Just like ten days yeah, ago. Ten days ago. And they they cut that down. What they cut that sixteen points down. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like they're working on it. I I was honestly I was happy with uh, Deuce's effort tonight defensively. I was happy with some of Derek's effort tonight. Emmett had a, a rough night tonight, but I'm not worried about him. He hasn't. He's an upperclassman. He'll bounce back. But man, Sean just came out and just shot the absolute piss out of the ball early. Man, it was it was good to see, especially the games that he's had prior. Since not starting anymore. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. And, and you know what? Surprise. You know you got. I, we we make this point all the time, but um, it, it's it matters when you have guys that can that can go from like being a starter and being someone that, that's scoring a certain amount of points, getting a certain amount of shots, to coming off the bench mm-hmm. and not complain about it. 
and like come in and be ready to go, even if they're coming off the bench, even if they're not having the kind of individual success that they want. And then when they get their opportunity, step up and do what he did tonight. To get get twenty six points on the road against Texas Tech and like the one arena in America that actually has like a uh, hundred fans, like thousands of fans in it. Yeah, um, they're, they're not coming. Do that, like. Look, you gotta you gotta give him credit for that one, man. You gotta give him no, credit. No, definitely, man. That was a hell of a bounce back for Sean McNeil. That was a good win. Nice road kill for the Mountaineers tonight. I just the cherry on top, Coach Beard. Yeah, cherry on top. It was it was amazing. Um, so yeah. is there anyone in here that wants to come up and talk? You got a chance to ask Deshaun, the Deshaun Butler, some questions. I'm just I'm just a guy. Wow. I'm just a guy with a Twitter account. This is a great. This is a great man that's talking to people. Any questions though? Honestly, uh, Zach Please. Cooper said you need to take it easy on announcers, Deshaun. Oh my gosh, the guy. Like I, I asked the the the. I tweeted out earlier asking like you know who which who are the announcers tonight? And one of the guys messaged me back. It was pretty funny. He was like Matt McClung, Mac McClung's dad. <laughs> like they were, our fans are brutal sometimes. <laughs> like later, I don't. Even, I honestly don't even know who it was. Like normally, I know that I know who every single one of them are. I don't. I have no idea who they were tonight. Oh um, man, uh, I'm I'm looking up the names right now. But uh, uh, one of them Spatola, and the other is. Oh wow, I couldn't even tell you who the other ones were. You, you want to know? What I want to know. Here's what I want. Kevin Connors and Chris Patola. I'll call him out for this, Deshaun. I will call him out for this. Alabama won tonight. I don't Ooh. see Robbie Hummel anywhere in this in this in this Ooh. locker room. That's a rarity. I, I think he's running from it. I mean, I, I, I can see that happening after Alabama finally snags one against what we would call <laughs> one of the the worst teams in the. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell Frank Martin you said that. Uh, go ahead. I haven't seen Frank. I won't see Frank for a long time. I'm going to be hiding from Frank. I shouldn't even have said that. <laughs> now, now that you, you're going to tell on me. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but if anyone has questions, bring it up. Bring it up. Uh, so it was uh, Zach said it was Kevin Connors. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I, he uh, he was uh, he was on an amazing tangent about Mac McClung, which Mac McClung deserves to get some attention. He's a great he's a great player. So. But it, it it it's fun to like listen, and all of a sudden, like it's just like, all right, cool. Five minutes have passed, where we're hearing how much he loves Mac. So show love, huh? Uh, one of the things I, I we I think I've said this to you before, Deshaun. But one of the things that I love about what um, what Fran Fischilla does uh, when he calls games is that you don't get that same kind of stuff over and over again, like. I, I got to imagine everybody in this room right now is pretty sick of hearing about how Miles McBride was a, a, a quarterback when he was. Yeah, in high yeah, we, we, yeah, we, uh, I like, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we, know. we know he was a. We hear the same I, thing like, oh, Jalen Suggs was a quarterback when he was in high school, and it was like, oh yeah, Mac McClung, like people loved him on YouTube, right? Yeah, and you kind of get the same things over and over again. And Fran is so good at like digging up stuff on on a lot of these players and a lot of these guys that 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 aren't on other broadcasts and having stories so that it's not just like Holly Rowe that has to come up and, and, and talk about things like he, he knows his shit. He knows the people that are involved. Um, I always he goes and travels to these places too. Yeah. And sits there and talks to people face to face and like learns about these individuals. And, and then he uses that stuff that he learns and, and then he talks about it on, on the, uh, on air as opposed yeah. to just, you know, 
recycling the things we need. Speaking of, Hugs basically just said, like, one of the things that's being recycled during the games is people talking about Oscar Sheboy leaving. <laughs> he just he basically said, I, I get tired of watching games and hearing about how we don't have Oscar. No, we don't have Oscar, and we've been fine. <laughs> just, that's what he just just said, apparently. So Yeah, it's it's – it's one of those like I get it like I've I've called a couple games and you kind like you have to touch on that stuff just because yeah. it's, like it's part of the story, but it is it's kind of like you don't need to be making like montages about uh, Miles and Bride. <laughs> like, we know, we know everybody watching this game knows we like, can Miles see Miles Bride was a quarterback. Yeah, like he's, we can see it. Yeah, we we get it. We get it. We can we can talk about something different. We have somebody in the speaker request. Hold on a second. Bring him up. Who we got? We have my guy here, Joey. I hope I don't butcher it. Milliken? 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 What's there going on? There you go. <laughs> What's up, Joey? What's going on? No, that was a, that was a fun game, man. I, I, uh, and ending got a little crazy, but I was still really, really loving it. I do think uh, West Virginia has the tools to uh, make a nice run in the tourney. They got the court general. They got the big guy down low, a couple guys who can hit the threes. So, they're solid, but um, with Texas Tech, I, I do feel like McClung could be fun to watch, but I just feel like he takes some of the other players out of sync, and like they, they need to figure that out because like I think Kyle, Kyle Ed, Edwards could be, could be good, but he just just too much too much dribbling. I mean, he's nice, but I just feel like sometimes he takes, he takes the team out of sync a little bit. That's, that's, that's uh, kind of why they got that's him. There. Yeah, ahead, that, that's, what, what they what they were missing last year was a guy that could just go out and and, and get it on his own, right? And and they brought Mac in knowing that like, okay, you're going to have to live with some of the good and some of the bad uh, with this guy here. And, and as long as uh, most of it is is good and you and, and you just kind of have to deal with bad shots here or there, it is what it is. Like because I I know last year like that that staff wanted Kyler Edwards to to be the guy that. Mac McClung is right now. And Kyle just he wasn't like he's not that guy. So that's that's why they have Mac McClung in here is because it did not work the way that they wanted it to work with the guys that they had last season. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes to, sense. It makes not, sense. But not to mention uh if like watching Texas Tech play, like they shoot a lot like they shoot a lot of tough shots. Like they shoot a lot of they, mm-hmm. they take a lot of dribbles to get shots. In general, like guy like Mac McClung, Kyle Edwards, um, McCullough a little bit, Shannon sometimes. Like these guys, like they they take a lot of dribbles, two, three, four dribbles, trying to make plays. And I mean, sometimes like when they're making these shots and they're, and they're making the other team play really ugly, sometimes it 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 works in their advantage. But tonight wasn't one of those nights. For yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dribbling um, kind of took them out of the game, and it took the rest of the team out, like you just brought up. But Mountaineers are going to be nice. It's too bad they're not, we're not going to see him uh, get a chance to to go up against Baylor because that that would have been fun. Yeah, uh, I just saw it was postponed. Two games got postponed, so that's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh well. We'll see him in the championship. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him in the championship. You, you know what though? Like you, you might not want to go up against Baylor this that's year. True. Listen. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I'll tell you this as a, a West Virginia fan. At the end of the day, it wouldn't matter. Our, our team has seen worse. Our team has seen worse losses in its history. 
I mean, we we've had all kinds of lot. So to, we're not worried. Of, we're not afraid about uh, afraid to play teams anywhere, any team, Baylor, whoever. I mean, we played against Kentucky and and took one of the the toughest L's in our <laughs> the Carl Towns and those guys, Kentucky. We took one of the toughest L's of all time. So we're not really <laughs> afraid to play anybody. I feel like. We're a good team. We'll be all right. But Baylor's Baylor. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying you're going to be afraid to play. I'm just saying like that. Whew. Yeah, that's a good team. Hawkins. I I said this the other day, Deshaun. I'm curious your your opinion on it. That um that I, I would take Davion Mitchell in the first round of the NBA draft because you look at him and he's basically what Javon Carter was. And so if, if Javon Carter can have the success that he's having, uh, he just signed, what did he sign? Like a, a three-year, $12 million deal, something like that? He's yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's JC, but he definitely, he definitely gets, he definitely gets to the ball, though. Like, I like, I like him a ton. Like, just yeah, being think, able to play both sides of the court, he's a, he's a hell of a player, man. Like, one of, if not, I like everyday John just because what he brings to the team. But that, as far as, like, the best player, like, one of the best players on the team, Mitchell is like he's he's a he's a great player, bro. Yeah, I mean, like obviously Jared Butler's their star, but but Davion Mitchell is kind of like the heartbeat of what they do. And, and he's shooting like forty nine percent from three this year, and he's making all like he's got the whole the whole passing package in his game. Like he can make all of those uh, all, all the passes to like the weak side corners off the of ball screens, and he can throw the lobs. Like he he's got. A lot. I, I think he's really really good. No, nah, it definitely is, man. Oh, but once again, you compared him to my guy JC, and I can't, I can't oh, have yeah, it. I know, I can't I, have I can't, you doing that. Anything compare anything to someone from West Virginia? And it, you can't do that. J- Javon Carter is gold. Here, don't do that. <laughs> what's up, Keith? Keith, what's going on? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, man. Good. Mountaineers won, so you know I'm happy. And Alabama won, so Rob is from grinning from <laughs> ear to ear. So we're all good here, celebrating. West. I would have been grinning a lot better if St. John's were able to uh, to cash that ticket, but they did not. So. Oh, they let you down. That's tough. Who did they hey, play? I wanted, hey, I just wanted to say congratulations on the uh, new position at Wheeling. Oh, uh, thank you, Keith. Down. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, look forward to seeing you down here at State and UC. That'll that'll be fun. Yeah, I know that's gonna be it's gonna be some uh, long bus rides. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely went north. Yeah, I know <laughs> to the the tip of the state there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, no, I got a, I got a, got a question. Yeah, got a question for you guys. With uh, with also boy and in the game, you, you definitely see a change from from when we have Culver in the game. So taking nothing away from also boy and, but how how do we fare if if we have to rely on also boy and for an entire game? Just like here, like that's actually a good question. So like. I think of what Derek brings to the team. Obviously, he brings a great, great, great aspect to the team. At the same time, Gabe brings a ton of things to the to the team as well. So we look at Derek rebounding, scoring inside the paint, which is something we need. Like we need to score, especially at this moment now where where we had a great uh we had we have great defense. I wouldn't say great defense. We played better defense tonight, but at the at the same time, we're still not where we need to be. And I kind of feel like – and, and obviously you get Derek's leadership. But then at, after that, you know, that's a cap that we have for Derek. And then, and then Gabe, 
Gabe, obviously, he doesn't score the ball anywhere near what Derek does. But Gabe does a ton of things that and makes our team a, a little bit better defensively. We're able to switch out there. We're a little bit more versatile defensively. Um, he's also a better, I would say, a better ball handler and decision maker with the ball in his hands as well. Um, so we get things from Gabe that we don't get from Derek and then vice versa. So it just it it makes us adjust. You know, it makes us adjust the things we need to do when we make those subs. And it also gives other guys the opportunity to go out there and score. So when Gabe's out there, maybe Gabe's not looking to score as much. That gives Jalen opportunities to score. That gives uh, Sean McNeil more opportunities to score. These other guys get these opportunities when Derek comes out of the game. And it's just a nice little balance um, for the team, I would say. It, It looks like it's a nice balance for the team. Because Eve, I think I hate to bring it up again, but it's like when we had Oscar. Like when Oscar was there, we know we had to try to get the not get the ball to Oscar, but at the same time, Oscar had to get some touches, and then Deuce is going to get touches, and then Derek's going to get touches. So then it leaves like this gap of guys in the team that need some shots in order to. Some guys need some shots in order to get rhythm. Some some guys need to touch the ball, you know, to get a, a good rhythm. And these guys wouldn't. Ha- they couldn't get those opportunities with. You know, it was one basketball. With that sub, that gives these other the other guys the opportunity to uh, be a little bit more effective offensively, and it better's our defense. Good answer. And yeah, yeah long winded answer. Sorry, kid. <laughs> no, no, man, that, that's that's that, that's a good answer. And and then you go back when we had the two bigs with Culver and uh, Oscar. Our, nobody seemed to get. We wanted to get the ball in the paint. And we really struggled with our perimeter shooting. And now with just one in the paint, one big, it seems like everybody's involved. Yeah, well, like like you just said, Oscar being there while Derek was on the floor, it, it gives teams the opportunity to pack it in. And especially when we're not shooting the ball well, that means that we have to go inside and get points. And it's just like it's a tell, it's a tell sign, like, what to do then. Like, people can double, people can dig. And – it just puts more pressure on the bigs to score. And if they don't, we don't really get any scoring. Fast forward to our team now. We have one guy in there who's very dominant, and they need to double as well. But now we have four guys spaced around them. And that just get if – if we move the ball properly, that gives us ample opportunities to, you know, get shots and, and make plays for other people as well as themselves. So it, it, it opens some things up. And the guys have been doing pretty well since uh, the departure of Oscar – you know, making getting shots, making shots, playing well together. You just got to get their defense uh, more consistent, especially t- during the future. I mean, we're close to tournament, uh, Big 12 tournament time. They got to finish out the rest of this regular season. We're close to Big 12 tournament time and NCAA tournament. So, like, no better time to uh, figure out your defense than now. All right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate pre- pre- appreciate all the information. No, nah, of course, man, Keith. I appreciate you and tell the family and everybody I said hello, man. Seriously. I will do it, my man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Who else do we have? Ethan, my guy, Ethan Bach. E, what's going on, bro? What's going on? I just got off with hugs off the Zoom. Uh, how was that? He was happy. Fully happy or like half and no, half? No, no, it was like, it was like <laughs> hugs happy. It wasn't all the way. Oh god, you probably got some sarcasm in there though. Oh yeah, we did. Did you uh <laughs> did you like did you like Chris Beard's ejection? 
Oh, it was, it was excellent. We, we that was the best part. That was the cherry on top of the game. I mean, we played a really good game, and then it was it was like a baseball manager ejection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's the coach's name from Texas? The baseball coach, Augie, uh, Augie Carino. I was thinking Augie Lou Pinello. Oh, all right, even worse. So <laughs> actually, no one's worse than Augie. So I can't even say that. But uh, yeah, man, that was uh, it was very an, an enlightening uh, ejection. I didn't see that one coming. Especially like the laying on the floor stuff. That was funny. Did you? I missed like the first part of this. Did you guys talk about McNeil? Yeah, man. We talked about how well Sean played tonight, man. Yeah. You know, he shot the ball well, especially having like the the games he's had since uh, coming off the bench. He hasn't gotten into the rhythm that he would like, the, the stuff that we saw him do earlier. And it, tonight was like that night. Taz was off uh, because of whatever. He had a, he had a groin injury. injury. Groin. There you yeah. have it. And. Sean came up, came out, and stepped up in a in a big way, man. It was it was great to see him out there shooting the ball with confidence and making plays for others, and just happy. Like you could tell, like by the way he was playing, he was like excited to just to be out there, man. It was great. This this team's just so much. Like Oscar was a great player. We all say this, but this team's just so much better without him. Just being able to spread out the floor. Yeah, most definitely, man. Like that's one of the things we touched on earlier. Just that it makes our team a little bit more versatile uh, offensively. And gives gives us the opportunity to make plays off the bounce and take advantage of Derek being doubled to get open shots. And I mean, Derek is the reason, in a sense, while we're getting induced, in obviously, our reason why these guys are getting a ton more open shots. So, like, it was very tough to have that when the paint was clogged up. We we really couldn't attack as much. Now we got we have the opportunity to uh, to do those things, man. Have uh you you want to know who my most like underrated player on this team is? Talk to me, Kadrian Johnson. Yeah, bro. I it's oh man, like he is such an amazing defender. Energy is always there. Un unself like he's not a selfish guy. Very unselfish. Very team guy. And you can tell like he just makes the most out of the moments. Like when he's on the floor, man. Yep. Like, like I can't wait for the. Uh, for him to like get the opportunity to uh, showcase more offense, but in due time, there's no rush. I mean, I mean, obviously we would, we would love for him to just do it now, but yeah. I mean, there's a there's a rhyme and reason for everything that they're doing in uh, behind you, those walls there. So you notice yeah. we win when he gets good minutes. He came. Yes, like, that we, is a good point. We were down what 17 second half Oklahoma against State. Oklahoma State, and that then the Texas Tech game too. at home, and then this game. Telling man, you, PJ Johnson's underrated. Make sure you mention these in the uh, interviews, man. You got to get our guy Kedrian some more, uh, some more minutes, bro. And we keep, hey, we're on, we're working on it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hugs, you, you know how hugs is though. So, yeah, man, he's he's uh he's experienced. He knows what he's doing. So I'm just gonna, I'm not even gonna critique him. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, so. <laughs> I want to have to hear about it later. Right, Anything well, else you notice about the game today, man? Uh, no. Who else, uh, any, no, he's about to say no. <laughs> I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go recap this real quick. All right, man. Well, you enjoy your night. And, yeah, you too. Uh, don't write yourself to sleep. Uh, I'll try not to. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, I'll see you. Good talking to you. What's going on, everybody? Anybody else? Oh, Rob, what's going on, brother? I, I didn't go anywhere, man. I thought you left me for a second. You were just muted. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to get stuff done. I'm trying to edit some stuff. I got some sound going in the background. You guys don't want to hear all this stuff in the background, so I'm trying to be polite, you know? 
you're a gentleman and a scholar. I, I tell you, you you are something. These people they'll never know about you. Any other questions about uh, the Mountaineer game? Um, Sandra Hazlett says we need to rename the Coliseum after Hugs. Mm, that'd be dope. But the Coliseum, kind of like, kinda like Huggy cool. Bear Court. Huggy Bear Court. Yeah, name the name the court after Hugs, and then. Name the rims after Deshaun because he gave him such a workout when he was. Oh there. my gosh! Here you go. Are you done? <laughs> no, man. I'm never gonna be done. You're sick, bro. <laughs> hey, oh, that, was, that was pretty good. Come on, give me. Hey, it wasn't. That was not bad at all. Actually, I, I just want. I don't like being embarrassed in front you, of you. Just don't. Here. You just don't want to give me credit. Nah, that that too. We have Clay <laughs> Wilcox here wanting to join the show. Clay, what's going on, sir? Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot here in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, happy great. cat fans here. Yeah, we don't worry. We all make mistakes. Don't worry about it, Clay. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a mountaineer, <laughs> uh, true and true. Just got you said, oh, say that again. I'm a mountaineer, true and true. Oh, here we go. Perfect. So uh, how, yeah, uh, what did you think things, about the game tonight? I, I think uh, Gabe shot very well from the free throw line tonight. Yeah, and, five for eight. And, and I, I just want to make that point. And uh, something else, Duke's mid-range game is something that I haven't seen in college basketball in a while. And Deuces? yes, yeah, yeah, man, kind of incredible. Like that, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Deuce does a a very good job. Like, first of all, he's a mid-range guy in general. Like, even this is what he's been known to do. Like when they brought him in, first time I saw him play. He was just automatic from mid range as a freshman. So, like one of the things he wanted, they wanted him to work on this year was just being able to extend that range to the perimeter. And he's done a great job with that. And it just opens up his mid range game and the speed he has. Like it just it it opens the game up for him, and, and he can do what he does best with that that space to operate. I mean, Deuce was. Uh, it's, it's only so much you can say about his mid range game. Like it, that's where he lives at. <laughs> so, and that's where he gets. That's his bread and butter. So. Um, once again, it's like a lost art. I guess more or less people don't like shooting mid-range shots. My guy Rob Doster is like the three and layup guy, and that's a lot of pro basketball where people feel like the threes and the layups are the best way to go. But I don't take I don't take layups. I am I'm a firm <laughs> believer, Clay. Exactly, Rob doesn't even believe in layups. I, I, I know your threes. Alabama guy hates those shots. <laughs> no, he it hates. always seems like people are surprised when Deuce, you know, kind of shakes the guy a little bit and just gets a little room. You know, on that little 17, 18 footer and, and then sinks it. It, it, it. Guys look like they're surprised that he's taking it. And that's the funny oh, thing. That's why I said, like, a lot of the game is like detailed around layups and is detailed around threes. So a lot of teams are like, all right, well, if they shoot a mid range, I'm shocked. I had coaches as professional, as a professional, where they're like, if they shoot a mid range jumper, it's okay. So sometimes guys tend to like give that up. Like, it's like, all right, that's a bad shot. <laughs> so. Like, if Deuce – or not even if. When Deuce knocks these shots down, it just puts the defense at a disadvantage because he's making threes this year, so you have to guard there. You can't give him a straight line drive, and if you go to try to cut him off, he can pull up at a, like on one or two dribbles from mid-range and make that shot. It just makes him that much more dangerous. This is why I feel like the mid-range is, like, something I should always be stressed to use because it it's the it's the, it, it's basically the bridge to both to both forms of scoring. 
So here, here's my take on, on mid-range jumpers. This time. Ready Talk to me, Rob. Uh, long-term, you should be trying to take as many threes as, and as many layups and as many free throws as you as you can, right? Just every player that is going to be score and everyone that um, is going to be asked to like create in isolation has to have that in their bag. Because if you don't, it's easy to guard you. It's easy to take away. Um, and that becomes like one of the best shots that you can get. So in like single possession situations where you're not thinking about over the long term, when you're thinking about just how am I going to get a bucket in this possession, if you have that, there's oftentimes where pulling up from like 13 feet is going to end up being the best shot that you can get. Mm-hmm. Even, though, even though taking 13-foot jumpers every single possession is not the most efficient way to play basketball. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear you. You don't want – and it's not – and I feel like the mid-range is definitely – uh Every player is different. There's guys that shoot threes better. You don't want to encourage every last player you have to uh, just start hoisting up mid-range shots if that's not their deal. But you definitely should uh, – if you have players that are – that's what they do. You know, there's guys that are good, better players, uh, better uh, ball players off the dribble. Like, that's their shots. You should have something situated. You should encourage those players to to shoot the shots that they, they can shoot. I mean, obviously, they got they have to get better at, in all aspects of their game. You want to be able to make jump shots from the perimeter three, and so on and so forth. But the mid range, if you can, if you can do it, you do it well. I mean, I wouldn't advise many coaches to steer away from it. It just you uh, you handcuff your players sometimes. Like I couldn't imagine like Deuce would be a great player regardless, but I I couldn't imagine Deuce not having the mid range and then the coach just saying, "Yo, shoot threes and just get to the cup." It would you'd be taking away something that's, like, as special as he's been as of this this season. I mean, you'd be taking away from seeing something very special. So, in my eyes, excuse me, in my eyes. So. Well, Clay, I appreciate you stopping by, my guy. You made some great points talking about the lost art of the mid-range. <laughs> I knew someone uh, talking about the mid-range would get you going. Oh, of course. It works. I'm a mid-range guy. I love it. Middies, baby. All middies. Let All right. See. Anyone else in here? Anyone yeah, else anybody else? Come on. Want to jump up? Please, by all means. All right. I think that's our sign, Deshaun. Yep. There's your signs. All right. Rob, it's been a pleasure learning from a great man like you. Everybody else out there, I appreciate you. All my Mountaineers, all you Texas Tech fans, and there was a Wildcat in here. Oh, somebody in Wildcat land, excuse me. My guy, Clay. Everybody else, I appreciate you stopping by. Ash, what's up? Um, Thank you, and we'll talk next time after another W win. 